I don't have the notification yet, but ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Snap here on Whose Blind Life Is It Anyway? And we are proving to be a very good show. Oops, sorry. I just activated HBO on my phone. <laughs> you forgot uh, to say the Saturday night adult party. <laughs> well, yeah, I'll get to that. It's a whole progression. <laughs> well, it's, it's not usually. You usually. <laughs> I'll, I'll so, <laughs> guys, it's proving to be a very good show because we have a past co-host on the show with us today. Claudia Del Real. She's muted herself. I, I'm here. I'm oh, here. okay. I, I am just having dog troubles, but I'm here. Right. And among us also, we have my co-host, Monica Jones. How are you, Monica? Oh, I am fine, sweetheart. How have are y'all? Have you been having good sex this week? I haven't even had bad sex this week. <laughs> you know, I'm 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 hearing that apparently <laughs> apparently you guys love to say it's fall, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> well, we do that too. <laughs> um, and I, of course, am your host, Victor Gouveia. And a, a word of warning, folks: this episode of Snap, every episode of Snap. We speak uh, plainly and outwardly about sex and relationships. And you will hear words for penises. Well, common words for penises like dicks and cocks and different things like that. And different words and common words for vaginas like pussies and cunts and mother boxes. So, guys. what? Now that's a new one. Never Mother Well, yeah, it's a big thing on Justice League. Don't you remember? Mother boxes. Uh, I've heard them called boxes, but not mother boxes. But that makes sense. I mean, I mean, I've well, heard there you go. You as an oven, like baking a baking a, you know, you're baking a well, baby or no. <laughs> Boxes, okay. All right, right, right. Okay. Well, either way, we are um, talking plain English and very um, well open language. So, viewer discretion is advised. And if you are under eighteen, make sure you have an adult with you or the permission of an adult. Or if you're over 18, watch out. Remember, if you like what you're about to hear, uh, go ahead and activate the like button and share it with your friends and family, especially if you feel they can benefit from anything we say here. And subscribe, making sure to hit the activation bell so you're notified when we go live or when we upload a new video. Additionally, we are streaming live on on our Facebook page, Whose Blind Life Is It Anyway? And on Twitter at Blind Whose. That's B-L-I-N-D-W-H-O-S-E. One word. Mm-hmm. Alternatively, if you don't like those platforms, you might benefit from podcasts. 
whether you have a nine device, an Android device, a Windows device, or an Amazon device. Uh, ask that little lady if she'll play Whose Blind Life Is It Anyway, and uh, she'll go out and get our podcast. Except, Secondly, when you, except when you really want her to, right. and then she'll tell you, I don't think I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. I've gotten a number of those. Thing ever. Yeah. Um, lastly, if you want to copy the audio or video of this program or any program broadcast on this network, send us an email. Whose blind life is it anyway at gmail.com. And we will send out a folder link that houses all the episodes on Dropbox. And you can pick and choose from your heart's content and download whatever you feel like, whether you want audio or video. Now, today we are having a discussion about baggage. And when I say baggage, I don't mean Samsonite luggage or Gucci Prada. Darn. Shoot. Sorry, sorry, we are not talking fashion. We are talking baggage. Now, you might be wondering, what baggage? I don't have no baggage, but you do. When you were raised by your parents and they screwed Where you over. Where does he come from? Oh, you have it. Everybody's no. got it. Yes, no. every single person, <laughs> unless you were raised by June and the Cleavers or, or the Brady Bunch, you have baggage. Oh, no, I think those people have it worse than anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> that's, that's another story. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Because remember, um, Wally had Eddie Haskell. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's true. Actually, yeah, he did, didn't he? Uh, <laughs> I haven't watched that show in so long. Um, but baggage affects your personality, affects what you do in relationships with your significant other. And most of all, it affects how you treat your relationships, your insecurities, your attitudes towards sex, everything. So we're going to talk about baggage today, and we are going to see if we can't find a way to, well, not get past it, but at least deal with it. Uh, and again, uh, you are welcome to join us if you want to. Uh, send us a message in the comment section, or send me an email, whoseblindlifeisitanyway at gmail.com. And I will send you the join link where you can come join us on the show and state your perspective and how you feel about baggage. So, Claudia, knowing you, you've got a shitload of baggage. I like Ziploc myself. Wow. Do you? Yeah. You like Ziploc. And I like the glad lock. <laughs> sure. Okay. Okay. So, what kind of baggage do you have, uh, Claudia? Well, obviously not Sam Snyder Prada. So no, um, yeah. obviously yes, <laughs> obviously. Um, I would say baggage. Let's see. 
Um, I, I mean, okay. First off, I can name one piece of baggage. Um, no, no, no. You don't get to do that. <laughs> no, I, I don't have to. I, I, I can tell. Me. I can tell you that Monica's got seven pieces of baggage that I know of. I've got more than seven, but no. Now I only have five. Wait, but children are not baggage. If you were referring to baggage as children. No, no I'm not. Oh, okay, okay. No, right. I'm not. All right. So, all right. I have had seven marriages and five oh. husbands. That's what he's that's, that's oh, what he's referring okay. to. Yeah. All right. And uh, and and Claudia's had one. I've got two. Two. Oh, uh, two. two. Oh, okay. I, I'm, two. I'm behind you one. I'm corrected. sorry. You stand corrected. Two major pieces of baggage <laughs> that's all right that's all right ladies you're in good company because annabelle's got a shitload as well <laughs> we will yeah she does yes she does <laughs> she got you <laughs> but hi I mean, annabelle <laughs> we have to admit we've all got baggage that we take into every relationship we go into you do. Um, yeah, for real. Uh, I mean, all kidding aside. We... Or or baggage that uh, um, you acquire while you're in that relationship. In that relationship, and yeah. And you know that's what right. you don't want for the next one. Like, Actually, that's not always true, is it? You don't actually learn from your baggage. Sometimes it... So. Well, sometimes it actually... It follows creates, you around and it accumulates. Yeah, it, it, it creates a doubt. Because you get into a pattern sometimes and you don't realize it until. Yeah, until your your boyfriend or husband starts yelling at you because you've given them shit for something they didn't do. Yes. For example, insecurities. That is a biggie. Mm -hmm. I mean, Monica, you had so many husbands that would yell at you because you wouldn't give up any secrets, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or that I wouldn't give up something that they wanted me to give up. That's right. And the person becomes jaded. I mean, not just jaded, but cynical. <laughs> I, I mean, my that. God, some of the things, I mean, I've become cynical over my life and I've had training <laughs> To, you know, get rid of some of that baggage. But even my training became baggage because I start treating a lot of my relationships as sessions. Um, yeah, that's not a good thing to do. Yeah. And uh, at the end of the day, these people learn that, you know, I'm always analyzing, always trying to figure them out. And. And that can be good in some cases. But in other cases, not so good. What? Who? Especially when it's negative. Especially, especially when it's negative. There she is. <laughs> you heard that, did you? Yeah. Well, no. I mean, have you been able to get over any of your baggage? I like to think I have. 
Claudia? Um, I know I haven't. Like, I think uh, I, I've gotten better about it, I think. But um, you hit yeah. it right on the head, like insecurities. Insecurities mm-hmm. is one of my... Um, is one of my, um, I guess it's my, one of my pieces of baggage. Mm -hmm. Um, I have always been very insecure about my looks. And I think that that stems from, uh, being, you know, being born blind and not really being able to see yourself. So you have nothing to compare to, right? So, Mm -hmm. so I've always had, um, uh, self-esteem some self-esteem issues um, about how I look, not necessarily like wanting to compare myself to others, but you know, I don't know. Um, You just wanted to know that you did look good when you tried to look good and and uh, you succeeded. I guess. And sometimes you didn't think you did maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I I think it's some of that, but, um, but yeah, so that's like, so, so self-esteem basically and insecurity so mm-hmm. when a significant other would say you know you are beautiful you are pretty you know i, I wouldn't believe it necessarily yes always and that so, is a big thing isn't it yeah. i mean people tell us the truth and we don't believe them because we think they're being kind or or they're being politically correct mm-hmm and and i mean that happened a lot especially to me because people would tell me that i had a great a nice voice and and everything like that and then at the end of the day i didn't know whether to believe them or if they wanted just well for lack of a better term phone sex i mean that was the big thing right. at the time Right. So, and and again, that colored my future relationships because I always approached them as just being, I don't know what the word is, uh, sexual partners. Since I'm about to turn 63, I've, I, I deal with that a lot, uh, especially on social media. You wonder if people are paying you a compliment because they mean it or if they're paying you a compliment because I mean I, I guess I look at myself and I and I and I try to picture me looking in a mirror and I, I, at at my age do I do I look as good as they <laughs> claim well, I do or right and then of course there's the biggie peer pressure right uh-huh. People are giving you compliments because of peer pressure. They don't want to seem like the odd man out that tells you, hey, that looks absolutely awful on you, so don't put it on. True, true. Mm-hmm. You get that too. But social media is not something that I would that I would use as a standard of, you know, what people think about me because to me, social media is a bunch of bull crap. Oh, I agree. <laughs> but you no. know, and but yeah, right, but how many how many people are like you though? Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, just because you're enlightened enough to feel that way, right? Like I would just the average person does. Any compliments, probably that I got on social media from somebody that I didn't know, I'd probably like you're full of shit. <laughs> but or that's you my... take or you take with a grain of salt. Pretty much, yeah, 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 yeah. And that's and 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 you see, that's. I mean, is that 
is that that's the right also thing cynicism. to do? I mean, that is cynicism and that's my baggage too. I mean, like, um, you know, I mean, if we're being blunt and sincere about everything, you know, which we are and then whatever, but I think cynicism is one of mine too. It's like you do, you, ha- you go through things in your life and in your relationships and you become jaded. So, mm-hmm. um, I'm not saying I'm a, see the cup half empty person, but I am very aware and very, uh, I don't just take things at face value. Like I always question. Yeah and analyze and yes i am i can be very cynical and sarcastic at times but mm-hmm. and it's probably more of a sense of protection and self-preservation than anything else you know i can relate by i can in other relate. words in other words you can think of the cup as half full but at the same time same you're time. expecting it to be half empty yeah although i have gotten better because i used to live in a situation where i was always waiting for the other shoe to drop and right. uh and you know, the other shoe hasn't dropped lately. And, you know, I mean, stuff happens every day and all the time, but I mean, it's okay. <laughs> Do you feel like the other shoe is where it needs to be? Yeah. Oh, that's okay. Good. So, would you consider a psychiatric condition baggage? It could be. Okay. I mean, hmm. I mean, one thing for sure, one thing for sure is that people go into relationships comparing them to past relationships. Uh Uh-huh. Do you agree with that? Nothing to compare it to. Well, no, no. A lot of people do have something to compare it to. Or they compare it to unrealistic standards like soap operas. (laughs) Yeah. Television and movies. Oh, why can't you be like that guy on the Young and the Restless? <laughs> exactly, <laughs> because he's probably about eighty years old now. And <laughs> exactly, well, everybody—I mean, come on, let's be honest. Everybody's looking for that happily ever after. But is shut there, up! <laughs> but there is no happily ever after in soap operas. Like I don't watch them anymore. But come on. Uh, I mean, nobody seems to be happy. Everybody seems to want to kill each other. And well, and after everybody's no, no, man no, no, no. and woman. And- no, wait a, wait a second. Let's not compare life to actual soap operas. Uh, <laughs> okay. Last time I checked, I haven't seen any evil possessions. I did the other day. Oh, yeah. Me too. <laughs> okay, I but we're not talking room. about no. menstruation cycles. No, we're not talking about that either. <laughs> I'm just I saying. Uh, no, I'm saying, well, anyway, I think we're deviating, but I mean. No, we're not. I, I mean, I don't think soap operas are happily ever after anymore. I really don't. No. Oh no, because they have to keep all the baggage right. going to keep There's you watching murder. it. So you don't have anybody, yes. you don't see how anybody can have uh, that much going on. <laughs> right. Yeah, but what about the lovely stories like Beauty and the Beast, for okay, example? Yeah, that's not a soap opera, though. That's a fairy tale. That, there's no, a it's a fairy tale, but that's happily ever after. Right, but there's a difference. You said soap opera, so I'm just clarifying. No, I'm just saying. Have ever you ever seen. Tales? Have you ever seen a romantic interlude on a soap opera? Romantic. We're talking candlelight sure. dinners. We're talking lovely music. We're yeah, talking, yeah. you know, bed play that seems to be right out of, uh, right. I don't know, a yes. four-poster bed and everything. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's what I'm talking about. Not necessarily the happily ever after where they go off into the sunset and okay. live right. their life. All right. But the soap opera type love nest. Okay. Yes, I have. Yeah. And so, that's what I'm talking about. Everybody's looking for that. Everybody hopes that they can find that. I don't know. I can't tell you how many shows I watch on TV. Um, oh, there's the one, uh, dr uh, something for the dress. What is it, Annabelle? About the wedding, something about a wedding. Yeah, something about yeah, a I wedding. Know, I know uh, what you're talking about. Yeah, something about a dress, and yeah. and it's on TLC. Or 90 Day Fiance. Or that 90 Day Fiance, and they have these beautiful, well, they go through hell to get there. But they have these beautiful weddings, long flowing dresses, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, everybody wants that. Everybody. No. And when they don't get it, they everybody say. doesn't want that. Mm -mm. Well, that's no. not. Well, not necessarily. Come on. No. How did. Okay. How did you get married? I didn't. You didn't. You just no. lived together. Mm-hmm. Okay. Monica? I wanted that at one time, and then my views changed because I became jaded. Or... Oh, not, wait not... a second. Wait a second. How did it become jaded? Well, I mean, I had relationship issues. So, I mean, I, at that I didn't want to get married. I knew that the outcome would not be a good one. So, I thought, why go through the motions? Baggage. Yes, I didn't say I didn't have any. No, this no, I didn't. No, no, I never said that you didn't have it either. What I'm saying there is that's a perfect yeah. example yeah. of baggage. Right. Yeah, of course. You didn't want to get married because you've had bad experiences. Yes, correct. Right. What I'm saying is, I want my first relationship was a 20 year relationship, and yes, I wanted the marriage and the whole, the whole thing, and you know, at the beginning. Mm -hmm. And I wanted that, quote unquote, that happily ever after. But when I saw, um, you know, some of the issues that we were facing and all of that, and the right. more and more time that I was invested in this relationship, I realized, no, that's it's not I happening. Can't, I can't do it. I will not because I know where I know how this ends and it's not going to end well. <laughs> well, guys, I'm going to tell you, you know, I still want it. You want that happily ever after? Well, I want somebody to be with who will have some of the same values as I do, have some of the same things in common that I do. Have yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm 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 not fool enough to think that. Uh, there's a complete utopia out there, but I don't want to be alone forever. I hear that a lot. I As much, lot. I mean, I can I can make it alone, and I'm fine alone. It's not like uh, at one time I thought I couldn't I couldn't stand to be alone, and maybe that's the reason I got, got into so many messes. But I mean, uh, but I mean, I'm just saying after all that I've been through, I still want someone to share my life with. And, you know, as beautiful as that sounds, that's baggage, too. 
yeah, well. Don't you think? I, don't I mean, know. if, you, I if don't you're hoping, that. if you're hoping to get that from a man, it doesn't sound realistic, does it? I think you're wrong because I think you're misunderstanding what I'm saying. Okay. Can you ex uh, expound on it? I don't want a situation where I think everything is perfect out there. I just want someone to be with and someone to have a good life with. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And I don't think that's unrealistic. If it is, then why don't you step out of your own relationship? Now, first and foremost, Monica, dear, you know my history. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> having having said that, though, your standards are fairly low. Then, no, no, I don't see it like that. I, no, let I me think let, you're no, no. Okay, listen to me. See this is baggage. Like I, mm. okay, so no, you're right, and it doesn't sound like it either because. The standards are so low that she can't, she has no expectations. No, you're crazy. Okay, wait. I so I haven't been involved in, in obviously in the shows previous to this, so I don't know her, I don't know Monica's history, and I, I, I will not even claim or imagine to speak to that. But on a general level, no, I don't, I don't see what she is saying as her having low expectations. Okay. I see that as, um, you know, I just want someone to share her life with. It doesn't have to be, you know, the prince comes in and sweeps her off. Her right. Exactly. Wherever the prince takes you. Exactly. <laughs> Victor, I'm very means, disappointed in you for that. Which means low expectations no. of your other. Yes, it does. Wait, no, you expect, hold what? on. Wait. So you want that person to love you, yes? Of course. What's sure. wrong with you that? Want that? Wait. You want that person to be with you, yes? Yes. Right. So, Not stuck up my ass all the time, but, you know. Right. That's it. So, so you just want those two things. I didn't say I just wanted those two things, but, that, but I would many... settle for that to start with. Right. But again, as you progress, I mean, for example, let's say I moved to Tennessee and I'm with you oh, and I, re I behave a certain way. <laughs> Anna Annabelle, did you hear that? Yeah, Annabelle <laughs> heard that. She's sitting in the living room. <laughs> but what I'm saying is I would behave in a certain way that you maybe have never experienced before. No shit, Sherlock. Right. So how much of that would give you expectations of what you expect from me? But how you behave towards her doesn't mean that um, she's got lower expectations or 
Right. Or. Well, I, I don't agree with you because it sounds like it wouldn't take much to satisfy the criteria she's looking for. But oh, she's not gonna, so she's wrong. She's not going to hit up with the first person. I mean, uh, my she, guess is that Monica in your in your in your years now, you've had you just said that you had what? 5 7 I've, I've had 5 husbands, five, okay. 7 marriages. Okay. So uh, obviously, my guess is that you would you have learned something from all. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um. And 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 I would say that even without knowing you that well, that maybe some of that has happened because of not wanting to be lonely. Maybe in the uh, beginning, yeah. Uh, however, uh, because you're still searching for that that someone to to, I don't see that as. I don't see that as lowering your expectations. See, I don't. Thank you. I don't. Like, okay, so me. I'm not sure that I want. Uh, part of me says I want to get married because I've never done it. Mm -hmm. um, I'm 48 now, Monica. Um, but I, I do know that I would like somebody to share my life with. Um, I want somebody to go through the ups and downs with, I'm not just talking about, you know, the physical, the cuddling, the, you know, um, the That's what and all I'm that. saying too. You um, got it right on the, I want to go through the hard shit. And, and when I'm having problems with my kid, I want to be able to discuss it with somebody other than, you know, my friends or my family and somebody that just gets me, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I don't know that I want to get married because I don't know that I need a piece of paper at this point in my life to tell me that I'm committed to somebody. I mean, obviously, I know how to make a commitment if I was with somebody for 20 years, even, uh, yeah. when, even when I know that I probably shouldn't have been, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, but I want what Monica wants. And I don't see that as... Uh, I don't see that as... Um, Thank you, because I'm, high, I'm highly insulted by that. <laughs> I, I mean, I truly am. I am just... Oh, hell, honey, if you're highly insulted, you shouldn't be on this show. <laughs> well, I, there's there's insulted, and then there's insulted. <laughs> but, but you said don't hold, any, don't hold back any punches. So, you know, I'm just telling you straight out. Uh-huh. Well, I, I, you know, I just think that... <sighs> Okay, I don't say, have to be married either. I just want somebody to be to. Uh, no, no, I understand that. Let's take marriage out of the equation. Thank you. Okay. Let's say you're with somebody and they don't like to cuddle. Oh, I've already had that. <laughs> do you? What do you say? Uh, well, I could work with it, maybe, maybe. You, I mean, it depends. You try to work with it, and you know, it's not an ultimate deal breaker. But I mean, for I, real, if they, I guess, if the person did it once in a while, I'd be cool with that. So you know, but that's just it. They don't like to cuddle at all. At all. Mm -hmm. So it's just bam, bam. Thank you, man. I'm okay. Well, you on I your side, I get on my side and bye. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Well, hell no. Okay. I but used, anyway. to, have, <laughs> I used no. to have a man that would, he would get in bed with me at night and he'd say, I hope you sleep good. And he'd flop over. 
on his other side. That's right. And then she had that lover who thought that sex was a duty as it was the same one. It was the same one. Okay. (laughs) I rest my case. (laughs) You see? So, I mean, what kind of baggage? I mean, yes, you have expectations, and that is baggage. That is compromise. Like, in any relationship, I mean, you cannot go into a relationship expecting, okay, if you know a hard no that this person is not a cuddler or whatever, you're going into this knowing that, okay? Right. Um, But if, I mean, but there could be some, you don't go into a relationship thinking that you can change that person or Mm -mm. I'm the best cuddler in the world. So they're going to love it. No, uh, that's not usually how that works. So you don't, you don't try to change people because I would, you know, I would normally agree with you, except I myself, for example, I get into or I used to get into a lot of relationships with women because I thought I could help them. That's your baggage. That is my baggage. Yes. 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 That you is can't my go baggage. into a relationship thinking you can help the other person or change the other person. I thought and, I could fix them. And, you know, and that, that was my problem. That my, that was my big problem for a long time. Well, mm-hmm. I can tell you that I'm not here to fix I'm not a fixer. I if, if you need to fix in, then I don't need you. I'm sorry. Well, see, I, I don't think I, I don't think well, I thought that on a sub on a conscious level. I think I've but, gotten to that point, and that that might sound harsh, but what no, I'm saying it is, isn't. It's what healthy. I'm, what I'm saying is, if you come with all these problems, it's not going to work because you know what? I know who I am, and I know who I need, what I need, and what I want, and. And I can tell right off the bat, if you're going to be somebody that needs this and this and this and this from me, I can't. I'm sorry. It's just, and that might sound selfish and that might sound harsh, but I I have been through a lot of crap. Um, and that's not to say that I will not give if I get into a relationship because I'm, I'm good at that. I can, I can give a lot of love. I have a lot to give. Um, if you are straight up with me and you don't, you know, uh, treat me like crap or, you know, are emotionally abusive or whatever, I got you. But if you have a lot of work going on, I don't think I got you because I've been through all that work. (laughs) So would you consider that baggage? Probably. I mean, I I, I, probably. I mean, I would consider that baggage because of the expectations. But we all, ha- I don't know. See, again, I don't know if even baggage is the right term for this because I think that we all have expectations going into a relationship, whether you, whether it's your first one or whether. No, but can. that's, but here's the thing you've got, you said, and I quote, I know what I want and I know what I don't want. But at a person. And that's based on past that. relationships. But even if it wasn't me sitting here telling you this, somebody in my position, my age, somebody has been through enough relationships to know what he or she wants at this point. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Kind of, it's kind of, it's not rocket science. It's common sense. I mean, you, the more you experience, the more you know what you can deal with and the more that you know what you can't deal with. So you don't think a person can go into a relationship openly with no expectations 
and just enjoy who they're with? I don't know. I think I could at first, but I would think as the as the re relationship progressed, uh, uh -huh. depending on what kind of relationship it turned out to be, I think I think everybody would end up having to have some kind of expectations mm -hmm. later on down the line. Yeah, maybe you don't have them in the beginning, but you developed. Okay, so. I have not. So I will say I have not had a lot of relationships. <laughs> I have had two major relationships in all seriousness. Um, and I, and I don't, I don't um, sleep around and I don't do any of that. So I'm, I'm a, I, you know, I am a pretty open book in that respect. But um, I will say that um, my second relationship, and it was not that long, <laughs> but I went into it, I think, openly and willingly and really with no expectations, except that we were having a good time um, and I had not dated in a long time. And then I started to see things. Mm -hmm. And so yeah. then can, the expectations wait. creep up. I mean, can, then you, can you list a couple of those things without uh, naming I names or anything? Um, <sighs> So I saw that the individual was, um, you know, in the beginning, he, you know what love bombing is, right? Like, I didn't know what that was. Um, I don't, actually. Okay, so love bombing, I think, is like when, when, and if people can quote, tell me if I'm wrong, if you guys comment or whatever later, but I think love bombing is when you go into a relationship and the other person just totally lavishes you with all of the attention and all of the compliments and everything that you could possibly want to hear, right? Um, you are so beautiful. You're the person I want to marry. You yeah. Know, I totally love you. Um, you are so amazing blah 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 right mm -hmm. so it was nice you know um i you know like i said not in i haven't had many <laughs> many relationships so i'm like wow yeah. awesome you know um this guy's telling me everything it sounds great um but then uh one of the things i started seeing was that he was very needy um mm -hmm. needing a lot of uh, he wanted me to validate him. And he thought, yeah, he thought you needed all that, too. Right. right. Um, so Monica, he, you disappeared. Sorry, you're, you sound like you're 100 miles there she away. Goes. I'm here. There she okay. goes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so it was, you know, um, very much told me what I wanted to hear in the beginning. And honestly, you know, we, we talked about marriage early on in the game and I'm like, wow, maybe. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know, but then, like I said, um, needy to the point of <clears throat> kind of wanted me to drop thing, kind of everything when he needed something or help with something. And, you know, I started to see that, but I, I, I kind of, you know, settled and I did some, I did those things in the beginning. Cause I thought, well, you know, let's try this and maybe this is what this is about right now and you know maybe mm -hmm. i can deal with all that but you know when you wanted me to drop things that i was doing for work or wanted me to drop family responsibilities no that's a problem mm -hmm. so i mean that's like a you know one of the big things um 
and that's a big and that's a big thing. A lot of people should realize that you can't go into a relationship <clears throat> hoping that that person is going to accommodate you. And I was very accommodating in the beginning, and I think that that's right. what made it worse. That he probably, mm -hmm. you know, I I was doing everything. I was making dinners for him. I would have him over. We would go out. We would have a good time. You know what I mean? Um, I would try to learn, and this is what I did in my first one too. You know what I mean? You you learn to make things that they like. Um, you know, just oh yeah, just just because that's what you do in relationships. I mean, it's work. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, but uh, I also have responsibilities and, and, and just because I'm involved with someone and especially someone new, I don't just drop everything for that person. I can't. And here, and the rest of your life right. just goes on. And you yeah. and I talked about mm -hmm. this the other day, how sometimes people, uh, boyfriends slash husbands end up calling you at work and you can't talk to them. Yep, exactly. Unless it's absolutely important. Right. I don't I don't mess around at work, you know what I mean? Yeah. You call yeah. me it's because you're calling me for a reason. <laughs> no, nope. you know? yeah. And, I and, see it. And even, you know, my family knows this too and like my parents I will if they call me honestly, I I'm glad to hear from them, but if, you know, it's not anything that needs my immediate attention, I I always say I have to call you back. You know? Yeah. Annabelle doesn't think baggage is the right term to use. According yeah, because, to her see, comment, I, I don't think uh, baggage is. Uh, I, I I find myself agreeing with her because I just told you a while ago I didn't think all of this was baggage. No, I think some of it is, and I think some of it is expectation. I think baggage are things like, uh, you know, you bring in the fact that you were emotionally or physically or sexually abused into relationships. Yes. Or you bring in um, the fact that you were maybe abandoned as a child and were, you know, in foster care or, you know, like, I'm not saying that all baggage is big. Or you're um, real so it's so baggage is kind of like the Samsonite brand where there's multiple sizes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So With how do you get over this? <laughs> So get over that? <laughs> I think the first thing is communication. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's the first thing. I mean, communicate with your partner or your, your husband or wife or whatever the case is, or in the South's case, your sister. And, and. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow. Whoa, okay. <laughs> well, she did tell me a story before we went on air. So. All right. Um, having said that, communication is key. I mean, nobody's going to read your mind, <clears throat> and nobody is going to accommodate you specifically alone. That's it. No, but... It, yeah, if you communicate with your partner that you know what your triggers are, and if you guys are really serious and in a relationship, then then you guys will both work towards not having those things come up because it'll trigger. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, like let's say, let's say for example that you're in a relationship with somebody that was abused previously. 
obviously that was physically abused that was hit a few times or something like that okay during Mm -hmm. the relationship so you're obviously not you know you know this about this person now so you're not going to be uh, you i would hope (laughs) Mm -hmm. that you are not going to you know go around slapping people Mm -hmm. uh you know because you know that those are things that are going to trigger and be like oh it's happening again yeah and that becomes a big baggage there because you get a husband or boyfriend that treats you like that so you expect every man you meet to treat you like that no well some women do but i yeah and i don't agree with that because i don't know that everybody does um if there's a if there's a cycle there, yes, you know, there's that cycle of violence where, you know, you go into one relationship and and it's the same thing over and over and over again. But that's because that's all you ever know, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, this is, this yeah. is a domestic violence thing and you see it all the time in situations like that. Mm-hmm. Um, that you oh. move from... Sorry. Okay? Um uh, my hips on your cat. No, no, oh, I didn't okay. step on my cat. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> if I did, believe me, she'd let me know. <laughs> True that. Yes, she would. Um, well, I kind of lost my train I mean, of too. thought. I... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but no. no, I understand what you're saying. I mean, the fact is we don't live in a perfect world and we're always going to take that sort of attitude or uh, experience with us down the road. And I mean, whether we like There's it or no not. There's no way to avoid that. Whether it's a relationship with your, yeah. you know, with a significant other or a friendship, um, you know, there's different types of, you know, baggage that you take from friendship to friendship or, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, coworker to coworker. So, yeah. Or it, even but, job to job. Right. So it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're going to take that with you regardless. Yeah. I mean, because you work in a job that treats you so well every day and then you end up in another job that treats you like shit. And I mean, that's baggage because you have expectations that all people, all jobs should be beautiful, but it isn't. And that kind of expectation is what hurts it in the end because you compare it to past relationship or past experiences. I think there's no way around comparing and an expectation. It's just how you choose to handle that. So you don't think someone can live without expectation? No, I think you're gonna. Regardless, I think you're gonna develop expectation over time, and no matter yeah what you say, I have to agree with her. Huh? I mean, you might not have any in the beginning, but eventually you're gonna have some if it's gonna go anywhere. Right, regardless if it's a friendship or, you know, uh, or a, love, a man a woman thing or a, yeah. Well, that's interesting because it sounds like we live in a dismal world now. I don't think so. Maybe you have hopeful, I mean, positive expectations. Maybe you have 
And that's the thing. I, well, that's... He sees the cup is overfloweth with abundance. <laughs> actually, <laughs> actually, I'm the opposite. I actually, and I told Monica this the other day, I always think the worst. That way, if the best comes along, I'm pleasantly surprised. Hmm. So you have been there for patience. Yeah. Yes, I do. Yes. So I think that might be more of a better statement than what you said to Monica earlier. Explain. Yeah. Explain. Well, well, hell, that was like half an hour ago, but seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, hello, come on, but guys. But if you, if, if you look from the standpoint of at the beginning, any type of, you know, uh, relationship or whatever, uh -huh. you're expecting the worst. Right. That You're not setting your bar pretty high. You're setting your bar pretty low. Yeah, see? Very true. Thank you, Claudia. Very true. Very Ooh. true. And in the end, I would think that's uh, that's not a great uh, uh, attitude to take with anything. No. Like me, on the other hand, now I think I set the bar pretty high. Um, and that is probably a detriment to me and mm -hmm. to anybody that gets involved with me. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's just who I am. Yeah. Annabelle made another comment. Uh, honestly, Go, sister girl. true to yourself, communication and, and willing to work equally to, to each other. Well, that's it. If you're not willing mm -hmm. to put in the time and the effort equally, there's always going to be someone, regardless, I think that this happens, there's always going to be someone in the relationship that feels like they're doing, you know, what, what do they say? What is that saying? The lion's share of the work, the mm -hmm. bulk of the work, whatever. Mm -hmm. right. um, and you get really tired after Yep, that <laughs> weighs on you. If not, if not physically, then emotionally. Yeah, that's right. what I mean. It mm -hmm. just... mm -hmm. Right. And, so I, and it... in, in the end, you still have to remember that relationships are hardly ever, um, well, live happily ever after, quote unquote. You well, will have to work hard to get to that happily ever after. Well, of course. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's very rare to find a couple. For example, there are couples that have been together for 60 years. Couples that have been together for 50 years, for example. And or 75. Or 75, yes. And it's very rare to find that these days because two people sometimes aren't able to click like that right so like here and here's a good um it, it's work regardless of i know only a few couples that i can say that if i were to be married that i would strive to be like you know mm -hmm. um i know you know my parents have been married for over 50 years now mm -hmm. um my mm, I think my brother is going on almost 30. Mm -hmm. Not sure. I think it was 30 or something like that recently. Um, 
you know, my sister's got 25 or 26 and, and there's a few other couples, you know, but what I've also learned from that is it is hard work. And I've, I, I know a lot of older couples that are happy still together, but they don't even share the same room anymore. And that, and that works for them. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like when you get older, you develop, like I, in the beginning, I thought, well, what's the point of being married? You know, but I see. You mean it, like, sleeping in separate rooms? Yes, but I see why people do it. You're more comfortable have, when you start getting all these yeah, aches and pains. Right. You're more comfortable, and your sleeping habits, and your um, partner's more comfortable too in the long run. Right. <laughs> and doesn't mean that you love each other any less. I think. I think I totally understand that now. I didn't get it in the beginning. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, but. I, you know, like somebody so might get up at four in the morning and somebody might be a, a later sleeper. So you don't want to bother them. So why? Right. So a certain amount of empathy is needed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you don't care about your partner, then forget it. It's not going to go anywhere. Mm -hmm. Because if you are inconsiderate, if you are selfish, if you are self-absorbed the fact is yeah if you're like sassy <laughs> if you're like yeah if you're like monica's cat who only gives a shit about herself then yeah i mean poor poor sassy's only gonna last so long yeah. <laughs> so with that in mind i mean do you guys have any other suggestions that can help a person get through stuff like that i think this is a great topic but i don't think there's an easy answer honestly i think it's mm -hmm. just it really all comes down to communicating and being very open um i you guess roll when, with the flow and once you get really serious maybe there needs to be a conversation about what the expectations are because there are going to be some and seek professional help if you need it right yeah i mean it uh, therapy helps a lot um, especially if there are feelings you have that you simply can't get past. I mean, if you don't find someone who's going to listen to you and, and just be there for you, then you're lost. Yeah. It really well, is that simple. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I won't. I want all that, but I want to be that to that to my partner as well. So, you know. Right. I want you to be able to share with me the goofy and the god awful truthful. The sad, the bad. The... Yeah. I mean, that's what it, it's about. If you, if, if. You know, Annabelle just said Victor's like that. He's <clears throat> always negative and that drives me crazy. <laughs> 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 That's not all he is, Annabelle, but we. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I, I'd rather think negatively. That way I'm more prepared for negativities that might pop up. See, I don't see you like that, see, but I haven't I, talked to you in a while. I mean, say, I'm sorry, say that again. So I don't see you as being negative like that all the time, but I haven't talked to you in a bit either. So, True. but I don't see that. Well, I mean, and that's the thing. <clears throat> I'm always there for other people, 
but for myself, I'm always thinking the worst. Yeah, that he, I could see. He he is for real, and and I think part of that is fear. Um, it's easier to focus on everybody else's fear, issues than uh, it is to focus on yourself. You're well, I mean, the fear for anything positive. And, well, and, the grand old saying is the best counselors are those who can't fix their own problem. Well, of course. And in the end, I mean, that's pretty much me. I mean, I've had so many problems in my life that I've never been able to get over. And while I'm seeking therapy, while I'm getting therapy now, um, this is shit I should have addressed when I was younger. Uh, at the beginning of my marriage, when I first started going blind, I mean, that should have landed me in a therapist's office straight away. But no, Victor thought he could handle it all by himself. But everybody has their breaking point. And I don't know that there's ever, like, I think it's great that you're doing therapy and everything like that now to try to, you know, work on yourself. Mm -hmm. But I also don't think that you should, you know, be so hard on yourself for it because, you know. Um, I've told him that. Yeah, like my, my equivalent to that would be why did I stay in a relationship for 20 years when I saw after about, <laughs> three that you can really <laughs> beat yourself up if that, you, yeah that, that i should have probably ended it there but didn't but here's um, the thing there's there's some more baggage you think that it can be fixed even though it might not be able to i i don't you, i mean maybe well i don't know but i also grew up like in a catholic you know, a Catholic family where you don't just pop in and out of relationships and know we weren't married, but we were living together. And yeah, you know, and it got, harder, it got harder to leave. Let me tell you, it got harder to leave once my son came because, right. you know, then I'm like, okay, I'm breaking up a family, uh -huh. um, a dysfunctional one at that. <laughs> well, but, let me ask you, how did your parents feel about the fact that you weren't married, but living with a, a guy? Uh, they didn't like it. They didn't like it, no. especially being, you know, Latin, uh, right. Latin couples. Yes. Mm -hmm. And Latin parents that, I mean, that's strictly a no, no. I mean, I'm sure they weren't proud of it. And it yeah. Wasn't, um, yeah. How wasn't old is your child? 17 now. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Um, so, I mean, Latin, um, Latin, sorry. Claudia comes from the same background as mine, Latin. And, um, you know, that's something like that just didn't happen. You either got married or you didn't. Uh, yeah, it's kind of like there was the no living with anyone. Old Southern Baptist thing was right. Exactly. But exactly. When I did leave, they were very supportive, which, you know, I part of the reason I think that I didn't leave was because I wanted to stay together for my son's sake. Cause I thought it's what needed to happen mm -hmm. so that he wouldn't end up in a, you know, in a, a, you know, a separate household situation or broken home basically for the lack of a better term. Mm -hmm. But, uh, everybody was fine with it. And I think it's because they saw, they saw how unhappy I was. They knew, they knew some of the stuff that I'd been through and a lot they didn't know. Because I kept a lot to myself. Um, mm -hmm. 
because I didn't want to stress anybody out. Uh, so yeah. Yeah, and and um, I mean I can give you a perfect example, and um, Annabelle can argue with me on this. Um, I mean, one thing Annabelle has, and Alexa, quiet. Um, she <laughs> cannot stand to see dishes in the sink at all. And even if, even if I tell her, okay, I'm going to do it in an hour, give me an hour. No. She, ha it has to be done right away. Oh, that would drive me nuts. <laughs> what part though? The what having part? the, I mean, the, the having the, the having to have it done like right at that moment. Right at, yeah. I, mean, I used to be like that. Me nuts. I used right. to be like that, but I was also involved with somebody who was like that. So my thing was, okay, if if I am like that, then it stresses me out because it's done now, and now there's nothing to bitch and moan about to me. You know what I mean? Right. So I got to be like that kind of, uh -huh. and now I'm not. Now you're not because no. because I don't live with that individual anymore. But I also realized that it's stupid. I don't want them to clutter in there and just get to be. Okay. I'm not going to let it sit there for three days. Like a, okay. yeah, that's. Just so we're clear, you are calling Annabelle no, stupid. No, I did not. <laughs> no, no, we are not. I am not. Um, <laughs> what I'm saying. I never that thought I, about. No, I don't feel the need to have, like, I used to do that to my son, too. Like, I need you to take out the garbage. Okay, I'll uh -huh. do it in a bit. But you know how kids are, you know. But yeah. their their abits could be ten hours from now. Now that I have a problem with. Yeah, okay? yeah. <laughs> but yeah. if your abit is okay, about thirty minutes. All right, I can work with that. But I can you totally work with and, that. And and that's a perfect example. We have even expectations of our kids. Of course we do. I've got a problem with that. Uh oh. <laughs> like the dishes last night. Uh huh. Oh. I told you to wash the dishes last night. You didn't wash the dishes. When? Last night. You said, I'm going to wash the dishes. Leave it. Uh huh. So I went to bed. Guess what? I woke up with the dishes in the sink. Right. Who is not pissed? Well, how many did you have in the sink? Was it. Did... Well, it was a lot. It did, did seem to be a lot oh, because uh, Leah used a whole bunch of them. No, I, yeah. What's not fair? But okay, but don't make me talk about the medicine packages. Oh, okay. okay. However, don't. Never mind. <laughs> she doesn't want me. She doesn't want me to talk about the medicine packages. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> but baggage. Stay tuned. Stay tuned next time, like next week, ladies and gentlemen, when we hear. What, what, what about does the Annabelle packages? do with the medicine packages? <laughs> <laughs> what will Victor say? <laughs> I mean, like, no. however, I wait, wait, let me finish this by saying, oh, I don't, are we almost done? Are we done? What are we done? What I don't know, I don't know what time it is, but but you and I also have another person in the household, so this is a whole nother ball game. 
but there should be expectations of those individuals too to do things around the house and not just you or her. Right. Done. My my piece yeah. has been said. <laughs> because I have expectations of my kid. You do. I do. And he does it. Right. And and you know what? And that scares me because I'm not sure if you guys remember the show I did way back when the Victor's thoughts that said, you know, if, if this is how our kids are, we're fucked. I do remember that. And I think kids today are so very entitled. Um, you know, uh and again, this is a whole nother subject and I don't mean to, but all I meant to say is that, you know, I, in your defense too, Mm -hmm. there are three people in the household. Yeah. And I say the same thing in my household. If that was my issue, uh, and, and I have gotten pissed off at times, and I'm like, I can't be the only one doing this. Right. And you know what? He'll take a look, yeah. and he'll say, you know, you're right. You're right. And he does make an effort. See, that's kind of what I've told him, too. You know, and, and, you know, I have a lot of other expectations of him. He, you know, he, he mows the lawn. He will take me to run errands. You know, he drives now, so... These are things that if you want a car, and if I am helping you with this car, then you, you are got it. To I, I am not going to make you take me everywhere every day, but there are expectations. Right. Now, see, that's interesting, and a whole other subject. Right. <laughs> yeah. And and un- unfortunately we have sort of come to the end of the show because we've been on for an hour and I can't believe we talked this much. We Which, always do and you always say we that. We do. We do. That's true. That's true. Uh sometimes we go an hour and a half. Yeah, something we're incorporating into the show uh starting this week is the question for the week. <laughs> And the question for the week is, do you moisturize after a bath or shower? I've never, I find it hard to do that. Apparently women don't. (laughs) Now, I I don't do it. Not every, it depends on what kind of stuff I've got to do it with and uh, whether I feel like I'm dry. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, and when Annabelle gets out of the shower, she uses moisturizer. And when she's done, she comes to me and it feels like she's still wet <laughs> and greasy. And, and it's like, what's the point of the shower? <laughs> That's funny. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna we have to reevaluate my moisturizing routine and see if that's the same <laughs> if I get the same outcome because I do it. Well, you know what? You can talk to Annabelle and, and compare. <laughs> All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to comment on the show, leave something in the comment section below. Um, or send us an email whose blind life is it anyway? At gmail.com. If you want to message Monica or Claudia, you can do so at that email. And I will forward it on to them. And uh, I want to thank Claudia for being on the show today. It it might not be all the time, but God damn it, I love it when she's on. 
Oh, thank you. <laughs> this way, well, no, Monica. No, no, you are my Wait, don't be insulted. Oh, like, please. Even... <laughs> well, make yeah, no mistake. Oh. Make no mistake. And of course, I want to thank my co host, Monica Jones, for being on the show with us today. Oh, yeah, uh, I feel so, I so disparaged. Oh. <laughs> oh man, you southern bells, I swear. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. As always, we are we here didn't every just Saturday. Just aggravate night. you <laughs> every Saturday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, come listen to us talk about relationships and sexuality, and uh, maybe get a little bit enlightened. Uh, well, now you sound like you're about to cry. <laughs> well, I am. <laughs> God damn you. Honestly. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being here. We will see you next week. Wait a minute. Wait a minute what, before what, you what, get into what? such an all-fired hurry. Uh -oh. If you want to contact me on Twitter, I'm at Moni60, M-O-N-N-I. Six zero. If you want to um, connect with me directly through email, it's coffeegal62 at gmail. That's just like it sounds C O F F E E G A L 62. Oh. And um, Ladies then and, and then tomorrow, join me for the afternoon radio theater Sunday, where I do her plugging her stuff. I love it. Yeah, because it's on his goofy channel. Well, I know, but still, <laughs> I know. like I don't even know my Twitter handle, so I, I can't even. Okay. I forgot. I forgot. Uh, <laughs> Snap is brought to you and sponsored by Eden Fantasies. <laughs> oh my God. I can't believe Ooh, I and if you want to have a good time, go up there and we'll check and it out. And if you want, yeah, it's the shop that upgrades your sex experience. And uh, the prices are unimaginably low. There's currently an 85% discount. Site, site, wait. Site-wide? Site-wide, that's it. <laughs> um, and there's a special introductory 15% discount for your first order. Oh, look at you. Oh. Wow. Uh, well, we have moved up in the world. Love well, it. hopefully at some point they'll send us a channel code and we can hawk that. So, <laughs> yeah, he keeps saying every week they're going to send us say, one. But yeah, but they never do. The people are so busy there. It just shows you how much a company sells in sex products. Wow. <laughs> hey, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being here. Join us every week, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye, everybody. Ta-da.